Warning, this is Polar Base Podcast. If you have not seen the year 2000's Memento, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go check it out. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can follow on any podcast that's out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You name it, we're out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by... WhiteCupENT.com. They fucks with us. Use a promo code CULT for five for twenty percent off your total purchase. You still here? Go to WhiteCupENT.com and stop looking like a broke ass buster. What? You need more? More than this, nigga? Fuck, I got you. My man's down a White Cup on that boat like El Chapo. Just hit him up for that serious weight. Oh, you gotta have it now. Well, come on down to seventy-two hundred three Navigation in H Town and come grab you something, you greedy bitch. We got all the threads to cover you and your lady. Especially she's got a fat ass. That's right, bitch. Go to whitecupent.com to get some bomb ass shirts and hats. Whitecupent.com. And as always, we're proud by you, the listeners, the fans, everyone who supports us on our pod, being at all of our Patreons. Um, this one is brought to you by Sean Simon. Without you guys, we wouldn't be shit. 8 Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast. And you are listening to the Geek World All Star Podcast Network. Oh my you, you are, are now, now listening, listening to, to Cult 45, the, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah, welcome everybody to a backwards edition of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beaton. Now today I'm joined by, as always, Right. Uh, guys, we're doing Memento. Um, I've seen this once. Randy, what about you? I've seen this twice. And then I based one of my short films on it. <laughs> How did that go? Actually, it's one of my better films. I'm really impressed by it because it did exactly what I wanted to. It looked exactly how I want it. There, the girl in it is really kind of hot. And oh, okay. it was the first time I used a stunt butt. We don't have time. She did, she did not want to get like you no know, to her underwear. And I didn't want to have a stranger do it. So I... Hired a stunt butt, but that's it. End of, nice. end of story. Wow. How much does that cost? It was... What did I, I don't think I paid her. I think it was just a favor. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you interned a stunt butt. I interned a stunt butt, yeah. Guys, let's just get into it, yeah? Yeah. So, um, this is obviously one of Chris, Christopher Nolan's like, first movies. Uh, kind of changed how movies go about nowadays because they want to be a little bit more intelligent. Um... It begins like right out the gate in absolute reverse. Like there's a Polaroid of a whole murder uh, being flopped into nothingness. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And um, like, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 our boy. Um, you know, uh, oh, what's that guy's name from uh, Buckaroo Banzai? Goddamn, Perfect Tommy. Oh yeah, perfect time. It's our boy, perfect Tommy. It's um, actually Guy Pierce's time. I looked it up. <laughs> it's Guy Pierce. It's not Guy Pierce's dad. <laughs> so like, uh, he plays Leonard, who wakes up in an anonymous hotel room, and um, always see that he has like a handful of Polaroids, right? Right. And um, like he shoots this dude who's the captain from Bad Boys with a mustache, and like <sighs> we see that he meets him up later. So like, you if you don't if you don't catch on that him catching the gun in midair he doesn't mean he has force powers the movie's in reverse right he meets up with a guy that he killed and he, and he says his name is teddy and they seem friendly so it's very like confusing what's going on because he just blew his fucking brains out and took a photo of it for prosperity right so like what's leonard's deal rando leonard cannot create new memories leonard has a condition he got injured and his brain is fruit. His brain is fucked up in a way that if enough time passes, he'll forget what he was doing. If it, right. if his heart slows down, if he if he happens to like fall asleep, he'll completely forget what just happened. And it's something that he has he has a system. He has a system that he's trying to manipulate just force his life through force of will and polaroids and tattoos and like he's got ways of thinking about this so he's got teddy's picture on like in one of his 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 memory keepsakes and on the back of it you can write on these polaroids and it says don't believe his lies and i was like okay so you took a picture of him you have his phone number on it but 
don't believe his lies, then why keep this thing? Right. So, but it's like Teddy's looking hella sus because like he he's trying to get him into a car that's not his, acting like he's playing around. He's like, oh, I don't want to go there. Like, keep saying he doesn't want to go to this particular place. Oh, why you want to go there? And I'm like, mm, what the fuck is that shit about? So, oh, sorry. It actually says, don't believe his lies. He's the one. Kill him. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know why you want to go back there. And then like when when they do, he immediately like Leonard immediately knocks Teddy in the back of the head and get ready to kill him and shit. And we basically get to where we were at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Because <clears throat> like, why is he flipping on this dude? They seem like they're cool. None of this shit makes fucking sense, bro. So we got the hotel manager who's a uh, part-time from Sons, Sons of Anarchy and part-time dirty cop from uh, Batman Begins, our boy uh, Bert. Yeah, he doesn't like falafel. <laughs> <laughs> so like he's trying to give us like a proper breakdown of how the affliction worked like like you did earlier in this episode, right? Right. But um, we learned that the tattoos are important. Um, the most brutal tattoo to ever get on your chest is backwards, but it doesn't matter because it's such a brutal tattoo. You know exactly what the fuck that shit says. Oh yes, John I raped and murdered my wife. God he was like, Ooh, damn! Geez. Just in case you forgot when you fell asleep, that's the first thing you see when you wake up. That's a hard fucking thing to remember. But technically, it's not. It's not the first thing he sees. It's not it's the first like, thing he sees, but it's but still. it's like, but it's a real big shock in the face. Like, what? What happened to my wife? Where? Where'd she go? Which Which memory thing would you have jogged back to you horrifically? Um. The fact that John G. raped and murdered your wife or like you have an entire family with uh, Adam Sandler. Let's not do that one. <laughs> I want to for, I want to forget. Yeah, that movie pissed me the fuck off. I was like, fuck that. Anyway, back to this. So we find out that Teddy got murked because he's possibly John G. Because we see that his real name was never Teddy in the first place. It was John Gamble. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit, he was John G this whole time. Was his lies the fact that he destroyed his wife and killed her? I mean, it would make most sense. Like, it would be like, who could get away with a crime so horrific that no one would ever try to, like, look into it? No one would ever try to prosecute. It'd probably be a cop. Right. So we meet Natalie, played by uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Um, it's funny because, like, they're in, they're in his restaurant and, like, she does like this lean over, like you don't remember me, do you? And like right out the gate, I'm like, they smashed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen that happen many a time, where uh, especially in movies, where they're like, you don't remember anything, do you? And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. But her face is a little fucked up, though. I don't like somebody beat her up. Somebody like, like went to work on her for some reason. For some reason. For some reason. But like we learned that Natalie was the one giving him intel because she's that person for some reason. Who just has intel on hand to give to people because it's just what she does. Um, that's just something that happens with around uh, fucking. <laughs> he just he doesn't he can't trust anything except for his system. He has to trust his own system, and it's like he finds a note to meet Natalie here at this place at this time. Right. That is he also has to trust his own handwriting, but like that changes too. Yeah. And like on the back of the photo or that has Natalie's picture, which he, he, I know. So he, so he met her before and then on the back, it, it has something that's crossed out. Right. There's another note that says she can be useful. She, she's lost someone too. Right. Like, so she gives him the information on John G. Right. And it's Teddy um, and the location of where to take him to get him murdered. And Natalie gives back the hotel room for 304. And it's like, oh snap. They definitely been smashing. Mm. So um, Teddy pulls up on Leonard like immediately, and they, and they have this conversation about like uh, facts versus memories, about how like memories you know can be uh, skewed based on the person who's experiencing them versus like hardcore facts that you cannot disprove, right? Right. And like Teddy's like, "Yo, you mentioned something that you're kind of worried about setting up to kill the wrong guy." Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> too bad this movie's in reverse. Somebody's like, you're trying to kill the wrong guy. And it's like, uh, like, get my brains blown out on the fucking floor eventually. Oh, also, before he got his brains blown out, he mentioned that, uh, oh, you want to look in the basement and see who you really are? And it's like, I probably want to do that. But he didn't. 
Just like a guess, but like he's so driven by his wife needs vengeance. Like that's, he is the Dark Knight, the master detective. So like we learned that like um, Bert, the uh, the hotel guy has been kind of fucking with him because he hasn't been like two different rooms. He's like, oh, I messed up. This isn't your room. He's like, well, why is my handwriting in the fucking room, bro? And he's like, uh. So it's like a bunch of fishy shit with that. Right. And then we get a full uh, a backstory because there's a tattoo on um, his hand, on uh, Leonard's hand. This mm-hmm. says, uh, remember Sammy uh, Jenkins. Right. Good old Sammy Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins, which I have a thing about this, and I wasn't sure if it was uh, the whole thing. If you're unsure about anything, that's probably that you're probably getting the movie, bro, because let's get into it. Because, like, we learn... We learned that okay, like because okay, so like the movie's running in two different timelines, right? We got in color, which is in backwards, black and white, which is in forwards, right? Right. And like when it's in black and white, it's noir style, unreliable narrator trope. Right. So like they play into that hard because like he's talking about how he was an insurance investigator and how he can read faces and he's a goddamn genius with like telling us somebody's full of shit he could, right he could tell if anyone's lying to him right off the bat but the problem is when we cut back to color everyone's lying to him he sucks <laughs> he sucks everyone sucks he sucks at, so hard and they just lie to him to he his is, face and he's he just like not good he, he okay he, sure that's what i mean why would anyone just lie about that <laughs> So it makes it weird, like, was Sammy Jenkins real? Because, like, Sammy Jenkins' deal was he had the exact same issue as our boy. The exact same issue. And that's pretty rare to have. Did, what retrograde? What was it called? It was some kind of weird amnesia. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, retrograde fucked. amnesia. You're fucked amnesia. And, yeah. like, real talk, to have that type of amnesia, right, and to just be let loose in the world is highly sus. I mean... I mean, he said it was so rare. And it's like, if it's so rare that scientists or doctors couldn't find a workaround for it or even a way to create neural pathways to help it out, they're like, but he's so sure in his plan that the reason Sammy Jenkins couldn't get it right and the reason why his road went down such a dark path is that because he didn't have the discipline nor the drive to keep himself going. Yeah. And I think it's total bullshit, but (laughs) (laughs) I also think that we never learned Sam's wife's name. Mm -hmm. And we also never learned Lenny's, Leonard's wife's name or last name. We don't know his last name either. And I was like, what if it was not Sammy, but Samantha? Okay. Like originally the idea was to remember, but it changed over time to like fix his narrative of what he's trying to do because he's right. like, he needs that investigator story because like, we're not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure. And then and there was like a later on deal where like, uh, he's like in the psych ward at the end of the story. And then like, when somebody walked past him, it was Leonard for 2.5 seconds. Yeah. Half a second. <laughs> With all that weird shit, that boy Leonard wakes up in Natalie's bed and he's like, Oh, I must have fucked. Um, we do learn about this story that like uh Sammy was trying to be conditioned because he does remember, even though he has like the same affliction, he does remember to give his wife her meds when she asked for it. Right. Um, he knows how to do it, the, the exact measurement, yada yada yada. So he's like, there has to be something going on there. And he also he was, was like, Hey, when he saw me, he gave me like a, a look of like familiarity. Right. So I feel like something's up. So they were trying to do like this electricity um, training to like see if he can like remember off of instinct versus anything else. And like, I love how uh, Thomas Lennon, um, Lieutenant Dangle is there, like a very young Thomas Lennon. And like, uh, he plays the doctor in this movie and in, uh, I think it was the Dark Knight. Yeah, with uh, the knee brace. <laughs> Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Well, I thought he was in a Dark Knight too. Oh, man. He was in both of them? I think so. Okay. No, no, it. you're right. It was the Dark Knight Rises because he's, yeah, he's but, coming back. Uh, uh, John John said like in his own head of canon, um, no Thomas Lennon, I think his name is, but like he was right. uh, his uh, head canon is just the same doctor. That makes sense. <laughs> it totally makes sense. It's the same shit doctor. So we cut back and we see Leonard pissed off, 
and he has a photo of a dude who's beat the fuck up with tape on his mouth with a Polaroid, and his name is Dodd. And he's like, Natalie, what the fuck did you make me do? And, and like, Natalie's like, no, he's the one that, like, jacked my face up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said you'll do it. You said you, said you would help me. You said you would help me. You don't remember? Right. Is this around the time she learned about the tattoos? Because we're going well, backwards. Cause right. Because they smashed yet. They haven't smashed yet. So this is so when they smash, she learns about his tattoos because he's naked. That makes sense. But yeah. then, like, this is the part. This is actually like really this. It's a manipulation. Yeah. This is what it is. It's all it is. It's it's literally her telling Leonard who to kill now, who to go after. And their right. name is Dodd. Dodd leads to another drug dealer named Teddy. <laughs> Right, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, I also have a loss too, because um, he pointed to a space on his chest that was empty. Where he, she was like, "Well, what are you gonna do there?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm probably gonna like write something down when I kill the guy, right? That killed my wife, and that's important." And um, she was like, "Yeah, like my my boyfriend Jimmy." I'm like, "Oh, that's a J. Mm, interesting. I don't know what his last name is." And um, <clears throat> she's like, "Yeah, the last time I heard from him, he met Teddy." <clears throat> but yes. She's absolutely trying to like set this dude up for some bullshit. Right. Um, one of my favorite quotes in the movie came around this time because he was um like in bed chatting with her and shit. I guess it was before they smashed, or he just talked her to sleep. Um he had like a long monologue. My favorite part of it was he's like, How can I heal if I can't feel time? Mm. And I was like, that's a pretty good one. Because like the last image that he has was technically his wife dying. Right. That gets a little weird too. It is like the last yeah, image in his movie. The last thing he can remember from his previous life is his life. The wife's lifeless eyes just closing for the last time. And it's like, but things have happened. <laughs> things right. have happened since then. And I'm like, I got to this point in the movie and I was like, oh shit, this is the plot from Bloodshot. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's exactly what they did to Vin Diesel. They just I'm kept erasing this. his memory. And this. then they're like, this guy killed your wife. And it's like, what? Well, this guy needs to die. <laughs> and then, yeah. then they, kind of like, they wrangle him up and they erase his memory again. It's like, now it's this guy. They scrub the face in his memory and they're like, now this guy killed your wife. Jesus. So we so we we flip it back around, right? Like we we learn a little bit about how like the conditioning didn't work. Sammy was fucked. Right. And like the wife was fucked. So like no money. They asked out. It is what it is. Um Leonard wakes up and and finds finds a gun where the Bible should be, and um and there's a man uh taped up in the fucking closet, <gasps> and he's like I don't know what the fuck's going on. I need to make a phone call. Um, we find out that it was indeed Dodd that's in the closet, and Leonard beat the dog shit out of him, fam. But we never know how. But we will soon. I love how like when when Teddy shows up, he's like, we need to figure out how to get this motherfucker the fuck out of here, bro. Like. How did you? Because he's like, how did you get him in the room? It's like, because yeah. Dodd's pissed. Dodd's like, I mean, not not Dodd. Uh, uh, Teddy's like, what the? Oh, what the? Why did you bring me here? Full OGs mode. Oh, jeez, come on! What are you doing? And um, <laughs> so they realize that like maybe our boy Lenny got the jump on Dodd somehow, some way, in some just- hilariously miraculous way, possibly. <laughs> He got him because <laughs> no one's expecting this. No, so like they they take Dodd to his car and basically like escort him off Rambo style, off the premises with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> for him to never come back. Here's the edge of town. Back. Don't come back. Dodd, Stay Dodd out of town. Does not have another movie show up by like leaving. He just leaves. He probably just ends up being an extra in The Dark Knight. Goes mm-hmm. to New York. Mm-hmm. This is one of my. First. <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. So it just blacks out. And we just cut to Leonard with a bottle of whiskey in his hand. He's like, I don't feel drunk. Right. And he just decides to take a shower. As you do. Obviously, this is his room. Right. What happens, Randall? Somebody comes into the door. Somebody walks into their own, like, place for some reason. Here's the shower going. Doesn't question and it. Doesn't question it. Maybe <laughs> I left the hooker here. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that that always bothered me. That that little part always bothered me because the water's running still. He didn't turn the water off until the peeing stopped. Right. And he still was able to surprise him so, and, yeah. and tussle with like, the guy. 
Maybe like, he completely like unaware. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> right. But then the bottle goes up. Like the whiskey bottle winds up like clocking old boy out and he's done. <laughs> How do you wake up in the middle of being chased? How is that possible? Like I said, if you're doing for him to be doing something long enough, he might forget why he's doing it. It's not safe. It's not safe. How like, does he drive? I don't know. How does he do anything? Where How am I going? <laughs> Bro, like, he's like, what am I doing? He's literally I was mid stride. Like, what the wait, fuck is going what on? What am I doing? I'm so chasing starts, this guy, right? He starts, nope. chasing, so he, he starts chasing the guy. And then the guy's like, oh, thanks. And starts shooting at him. And it's Dodd. And he's like, oh, he's chasing me. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Jesus. So, like, he, he I do love how he he realizes that this is who he's looking for because he has, like, notes. Right. And, like, he has the paper upside down. And he fucks up the dude in room nine. Oh, that's <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. He Spartan kicks the door into his face <laughs> and just KOs the guy. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, my bad. And just leaves him to die there, bro. He sneaks into the right room. Grabs a bottle of whiskey and just trails off, and then that's how he loses it. Right. But I guess he was so musty that it triggered his memory or some shit. Like he said, he just had got so tired. His flight or flight just once it got into a safe place, it just shut down. He just went back to sleepy time, and it's like, oh well, I guess I'm time for sleep now. It's weird. It's weird talking about this in reverse versus watching it in reverse because like it's like, dude, what the fuck? Because it's getting worse. Right. It's getting more like what the fuck is. Cause, cause Dodd knows who he is. Yeah, and and like, why? Why does Dodd know who he is? Wasn't Natalie telling him who he is through discovery of beatdown? Fuck is going on? Because mm. we cut to Dodd behind our boys Jaguar, 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 honking Jaguar. away, because he knows who the fuck he is, and like, clueless ass, bro. He's lucky that this Dodd just didn't shoot his face off right in there, because he like pulls over. And like Dodd shows him a gun. I guess he forgets again. Yeah. That he saw the gun and just pulls over. He's like, what's up, buddy? I'm like, what? Miraculously did not get that should have been the easiest murder Dodd ever. Bam, done. End the movie. <laughs> Dodd Dod is, is not good at his job. That's the easiest murder. You have a gun. Dude, you pull a gun on a guy. Well, obviously over. he's not good at his job. He's somebody stole a whole bunch of money from him. Do we do like, is this like a pass jump? Because like there was a moment where uh so there's jumps on the telephone that are still in black and white. Right. That are telling the story forward. We're talking about him burning uh, his wife's shit, though. Well, yeah, because that's the next bit in this part of this movie. Is that mm -hmm. he's trying to, he's trying to, uh, what do you say? He's trying to forget her, but he can't remember to forget her. He can't remember to forget his wife so he can move on. It's supposed to be a poignant scene. Like he's really trying to manipulate his own brain into working for him, but it's not working. Like he said, he even says, I, tried, I probably tried this before, but I can't remember to forget. I like how Christopher Nolan like debated whether this scene should stay of um, Lenny hiring a prostitute to just reset his memory for a millisecond. Right. How much, how much did that cost him? Probably as much. That's the thing. We don't know. Just, whatever, whatever a night with a hooker costs normal. That's an easy layup, though. That's a nice. It layup. is. It's like sometimes you just sometimes you get that guy who's like, I like ponies and I like strap-ons, and you get to be in charge. And then Jeez. like sometimes it's like I want you just to lay here with me while I cry and then wake <laughs> up. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Which one is the worst time? Yeah, or or you got to fuck old boy from Highlander like Cherry did, bro. And yeah, then like gotta, or yeah, buckle up. Here it comes. You got to fuck. It's gonna be only one. Jeez, it's it's pretty sad because like Sammy's story is getting dark as well, and we learn that the wife is not doing well. She's in bad shape. Right. Because she's getting like really like fed up with like Sammy's brain not being good. Cause she swears that like he he's able to snap out of it, but he can't. No, he fucking can't. That's weird. I love how like Teddy tries to do like the you know the trope where like somebody gets in the car and the guy's waiting on him, kind of gag. And he's, he's really lock your doors. He immediately gets his what? ass jacked up. Yeah. Why like, would you do that to a guy with mental issues? Yeah. <laughs> he got exactly what he should have got. He got he got rustled up pretty good for that bullshit. Cause no, you don't you don't don't do that. No, don't do that. 
Teddy is trying to break it down to uh, Lenny that, you know, Natalie is, is using the fuck out of this dude. Right. But he doesn't want to hear it. Teddy breaks it down that, like, you know, Natalie's boyfriend, Jimmy, mm-hmm. is a goddamn drug dealer. And they deal drugs out of that bar that she works out of. And he's like, if she's asking for help, like, it's only going to be for, our, you know, to our own gain. Like, it's not going to be in his benefit. And we're, we're seeing that in real time. I mean, we've we've seen it happen already. So it's like, okay. And so he makes a note on Natalie's picture on the back. That's not, it's clean now. And it's, he writes it in a weird scrawl. Like, because all of his notes are in very dedicated letters, like mm-hmm. big capital letters. But this note he writes real fast. Don't trust her. Yeah, and completely different handwriting the whole night. Teddy's like, write, write it down. Write this down. Keep saying, write this down. So yeah. your brain's trash. Listen to me. Write this part down. Write this part down. This is important. Like, don't, don't fucking fuck yourself. Don't trust her. Yeah, and uh, he's like, bro, like you're not even asking the right questions. Like, where did this suit come from? Where did this car come from? Like, you don't, do you remember any of this from your previous memories? And he's like, you probably well, don't. I was I was a good insurance in, uh, investigator. I made a lot of money. My wife was taken care of. We had money. It's like, okay, bro. But how can you be sure? You don't remember. Right. So then I realized, oh, shit, Leonard does have conflicting notes because, like, shit's a little, like, timey-wimey when it comes to the rules because then we see the scratch-out or where the scratch-out came from. Right, because he flips over Teddy's picture, and on the back, it just says, don't trust him. Right. So we go don't believe his lies. And then it's like, so don't believe his lies. And he tells me not to trust her. So I'm going to cross this part out. So we we cut to the part where he reveals a really weird tattoo. (laughs) This is don't answer the phone. This is everything else is like in basic text. But this one was like in like movie phone text. It was like weird. Like she because the tattoo artist had a lot of fun. He was just like, whatever you want, make it cool looking. So I like as soon as I see it, I understand. That's that's a lot for that. T- I always thought about the tattoo artist because I know some of these are quote unquote self inflicted, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of these are like done by a professional, and I'm just like, okay, but why different fonts? Like, what made you just go with papyrus? <laughs> <laughs> just this certain just man, I just the way I was feeling that day. This is weird. But um, we get to the moment where Dodd busted up Natalie, right? Or so we right. thought. Or so we thought. Because she's the way, even the way she came in, he's like, what happened to you? Dodd, because you told me to fucking, you know, talk to him. That didn't work out. Look at my face. And like right then, I was like, oh, no. Because mm. I felt the bullshit. I mean, but, but Lenny's a master investigator. People can't lie to his face like this. That dude sucks. Lenny sucks he balls. fucking sucks at this game. He was never good. <laughs> he was never good. He was just making wild guesses and speculations <laughs> to every single person that ever walked through that building. If he ever actually did do insurance and, and investigation. He don't he worked at a fucking gas station probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he just drove like a weird-ass truck. He wore a flannel beforehand. I know I'm jumping the gun a bit, but like he, he dressed weird. <laughs> He dressed a little methy. He dre- yeah, he dressed it like a homeless person. But his flashbacks, he was slicked back like Jason Bateman. Not Jason Bateman, Justin. What, what the fuck was his name? Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Jesus. Sorry, uh, actor. <laughs> Patrick. Sorry, Bateman. Christian Bale, who will be in another Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> right. So um, we find out, Matt, like, yeah. oh, yeah. because if we got know, Guy Pierce's Batman. <laughs> could you imagine that bottom jaw, fam? Could you imagine? Oh. I just don't think you could take that kind of punches. That's what it was. Like, no, teeth just. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a mouthful of chiclets. So, like, Natalie's lying, saying, like, daughter wants the, you know, the drugs and the money that just went missing when uh, Jimmy went missing. Right. Linda's like, nah, I'm going after Dodd because nobody just pieces up the chick who I assume I'm smashing. I don't know. Right. I'm not going to let her get beat up. I'm chivalrous, not on my goddamn watch. So like, oh, she's like, oh, by the way, I mentioned your car because I had to give him something. I'm like, I bitch, Mm -hmm. that don't seem fishy at all. But then we go back to before Natalie got her ass beat, bro. Like literally before. Seconds later. Like literally. Like minutes ago. What's going on? Because what sucks is like how the scene began before this was old boy scrambling for a note. Desperate as fuck to find a paper to make right. a note. And then old girl came in. So then we see that like this is seconds earlier. I try to remember, keep it in mind, keep it in mind, keep it in mind. And like 
what happened? <laughs> she's like, yo, I need you to kill Dot. Like, straight up. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll figure out a way to make you do it, you piece of shit. Start shitting all over him. Like, you're not going to remember anyway. Like, she earned the bullet that Teddy got in the beginning of the movie. I mean, yeah. Everything she was saying. She's like, oh, I'm going to enjoy fucking you over. I'm like, oh, my. Like, I'm going to smile when it happens. <laughs> Natalie becomes the biggest villain in the entire movie, like, at this moment. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Because, like... He, he can only take so much dead wife slander. You know what I'm saying? Like the my wife is gonna come out. My wife. <laughs> it is bubbling up, dog. And he fucking just pie faces the fuck out of Carrie Ann Moss to where she like splits her lip, and she's like, "Yeah, this is the ticket right here, fam." And she just keeps just begging for Ike Turner to show up. <clears throat> what like? And the sick part about it is like. She just walks outside, goes in her car, and just sits there. Stares at him, bro. And just stares at him and, and waits, waits, waits for the reset. <laughs> what a smile on her face. That was heartbreaking. And my dude is just like, gotta find paper and a pen. I gotta make a note. Just, what happened to your face? I was hurt. I was hurt, bro. So, like, um,. The black and white part just starts up again, and is um, Bert trying to explain to him about the phone calls, and I'm um, saying he's getting a call from a cop. This is the part where our boy Lenny shows up to the bar, and we think meets Natalie for the first time, right? And she's asking questions, and he's talking about her wife and like vivid detail about what went down. He saw a guy that he shot, but there's another guy that like KO'd him, right? Right. And she's like. How come the cops aren't helping? And like his explanation was trash. They just they just assumed it was one guy that they got him, and then that was it. I mean, honestly, knowing how cops deal with situations recently, it seems like an implausible explanation of why seems, the cop would just. Well, it's too hard to find another motherfucker that we don't have any faces or recollections, and this this guy's brains all like Denny scrambled over here. So there's nothing we could do with it. So what's weird is like uh, we we cut back to the part where he's been black and white on the phone. We don't know who he's talking to, by the way. We really don't. Um, we find out later. But um, there's an envelope that goes under the door and says "Answer the phone" because he's been trying not to like talk anymore. And right. it's a photo of him smiling, shirtless, covered in blood, pointing to the point uh, the part of his uh, chest where there is no tattoo that he will put something there. The empty part. And he has a very bizarre look. It's a very creepy photo satisfaction like if you saw that photo if, if there was if this was based on the true story right all right and they showed you that photo you would shudder yeah because it's like oh that guy's a, a psychopath yes <laughs> that guy's a serial killer he's just yes. good to go so now we see leonard talking to um natalie and she mentions like a cop right because she thinks right. he's a cop she's trying to figure out what the fuck leonard uh leonard's deal is right no wait I think I'm fucking something up. So now, now we see Leonard talking to Natalie and she mentions a cop. Yeah, it's like, wow, you really do have a problem just like that cop says. Thank you. And it's like, what do you like? What's the last thing you remember? It's like my wife dying. And Right. And she stops Leonard from drinking something. And you're like, what? And then we realize that they met a little bit earlier. So we cut to a few minutes beforehand. Right. Where she's like, uh, she doesn't know who the fuck he is because he has a coaster. And she's like, I don't know who you are. Like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, really kind of like... Because he has a coaster with Natalie's handwriting, meet Natalie here at this bar. And I was like, okay, so you trust random-ass handwritings just to go to a random-ass place without any kind of random-ass... Like, your system is garbage. <laughs> right. She says she heard of Leonard from her boyfriend, Jimmy. Right. And you're like... And she says Jimmy Grants, and I'm like, James G. Yo, John G. John G. Oh, uh, my God. And she's asking about if old boy Lenny is Teddy. Right. And he's like, no. Because she's not. She seems shook a little bit still. Right. And um, he's talking about how his memory's fucked up and she doesn't, tr she don't trust him. So she like has some old dude who's watching the conversation, Hakalugi in a cup. She does it. She makes Lenny do it and she stirs it up and she's like, yeah, uh, just, just a bet. Don't worry about it. She's going to serve it to his motherfucking ass later because he completely forgets. Right. Completely forgets. Why would you do this? If this is if this if that story was factual in this movie, 
Why, why would you let somebody poison you to death on insulin? Like, uh, I think the explanation was true. That the wife, the wife in the story, saw Sammy Jenkins, dick fingers, <laughs> the condition that Sammy Jenkins had, and really wanted to get their husband back. Like, everything else works. He still feeds himself, still goes to the bathroom on time. He still has basic instinctual memories of how to do things and what things are. But new things, new memories, new information coming in. It's like he died that day, but he's still trying to like, his body didn't really get the message. So he's still trying to catch up and you know, he can watch TV, but he doesn't like it because he can't follow the story. But he likes commercials because they're like 30 seconds in and out done done and it's heartbreaking to like see someone that you love suffering like that mentally that was the idea and i don't know i guess you could you could just leave <laughs> i mean that's a lot to get put you could just be heartless and just like leave because she's trying to like you know maybe maybe she thought she could get out of the coma like Swap well, out did. the insulin bottle with like water and just. Yeah, that's what she should have did, but she didn't, and she's dead now. And uh, she went to a coma. She died. He he doesn't even realize she's dead, and right. like he's in the fucking chair. That's when the doctor walks by him. We see our boy Lenny for a split oh. second. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Teddy finds Leonard a tattoo shot, right? And right. Um, he's getting like the a license plate tattooed on his arm, right? And you're like, what the fuck is that about? Teddy is like, yo, you're being, I, I'm an informant. You're being fucked with by a dirty cop. And it's like, mm. Mm. And he's like, there's a drug dealer, Jimmy Gantz, that's John G. And I was like, okay. Interesting. Because he's trying to get him out of there. Because he's really worried about the car. Right. And then we find out. He keeps trying to get the keys to the car the entire movie. Just give me the keys. Let me drive. I'll take care of it. Let me drive. He never does it, which is hilarious. Because right. like, you would think that would be the easiest thing, considering. But Leonard made a note to say to save a picture of the Jaguar as Jaguar. his car. Right. Go smart. Well, we find out that that ain't that nigga car. Right. That is Jimmy Grant's car. Because why do we notice? Because when our boy Lenny pulls up to the fucking bar, Natalie's already outside. And she's like, hey, Jim. That was Jimmy's car. Right. And we got some random dude inside Jimmy's car. And it gets a little bit thicker as time progresses. We learn right. later in the goddamn movie. Because um, we find out that Teddy says he's a cop a little bit earlier. And then we find out that that's Jimmy's suit our boy Lenny has been wearing Jimmy's clothes this entire movie up to this point right we also he, noticed his face hand scratched up yep. he had a scratched face all movie at this point that was progressively getting like more bloody as we move into the movie like yes. at the end of the, at the end of the movie it's almost scabbed up and healed mm -hmm. but as we move further and further down it starts to get more bloody and raw and like real I was like oh Right. So like Teddy six, our boy Lenny on Jimmy, like, yo, that's John G. That's the dude that did it. Right. And like he takes him into that same area and starts to get to work on his ass. It, it, it's sloppy as fuck. Right. <laughs> it's sloppy as fuck. Cause he bashes him in the head. He's like, take off your clothes. He's like, why? Like, take off your pants. Why? I don't want to get blood on him. And that's when it got real for Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, oh no. But like when Jimmy's getting choked the fuck out, right? Right. Uh, we get flashes of his wife dying. So I don't even know if there was actually a guy that got shot that was choking his wife out. I think that part is true. I don't know. I, I feel like you could you could argue the fact that he might have killed his wife, too, and don't want to remember. That, I mean, you could argue that, and that would make sense. But the head injury and the brain trauma, like... Well, self-inflicted. She could have fought. She or fought she, back, right? Right. Or he could have fell. He could have just fell because like it wasn't a bathroom floor, right? <clears throat> could have slipped and fucked himself up. All I'm saying is, nothing's nothing is concrete at this point. 
that's true. You can't trust the memories. Nope, and you can't trust the people because, like, as Jimmy's, like, his last dying gasp, for some reason, instead of a good, solid fuck you, was the word Sammy. Yeah. And then, like, our boy freaks out. He's like, how the fuck would you know about Sammy? Ah, ah, ah. Teddy shows up, and our boy blanks out again. It's like, <laughs> sir, I think someone's help. I think someone's hurt down here. Right? Teddy's like there. He's like, yo, bro, like, that's John G. You did it. Congratulations. Um, Jimmy's been dealing out of the hotel you've been selling in. Um, and then he's like, but he knew about Sammy. He's like, bro, you tell everyone about Sammy, bro. Like, chill. Right. You like, open your you open your conversations with Sammy. He's like, he's like, the story gets better every time you tell it. I'm like, huh? And he's like, bro, like Sammy didn't have a wife. Right. And like, I love this scene. He's like, bro, your wife was diabetic. I love the scene where he can't remember if he gave her a shot or pinched her. Right. So like, we're just fucked as an audience at this point. We don't remember what his wife's. We don't ever get told what his wife's name is. So. This cop knows the whole story, that Sammy Jenkins was a con man, a faker. You thought he was faking. Right. I thought it was brilliant. Right. I thought it was brilliant because everybody just, you just don't know. You don't know. Um, But like, I I, I kept like, the reason why the Sammy Jenkins memory is so, or the tattoo is so important to him, the one that he tells everybody, and the one that he's trying to remember the hardest, it's because... Sammy could have been Samantha. Remember your wife. And if it just said, remember your wife, you would forget your wife's name. But if yeah. you wrote down her name, Sammy Jenkins, because he likes to be called Leonard and she always called him Lenny. And he hated that because her name was Samantha and she was always goes by Sammy. Hmm. And it's like, that's why, that's why he hated it. He hated it when she did it because she shortened her name. And that's I was good, like, that's a it's good, a theory. Uh, it was my theory that I threw that's in a good I was theory. Like, that's a good theory. Uh, there, there was one theory where Lenny and Sammy were one and the same. And like he was altering the story to like try to just like break further away from what actually happened. Right. In the narration. There's too many. Because I was thinking well. like, if you really want to remember Sammy Jenkins, this is in the year 2000. Google's in its infancy. But it's still kind of something you could look up. Yeah. Um, so here's another thing. We found out that he murdered John G a year ago. Yeah. And he has just basically just been bloodshot. Teddy's, <laughs> Teddy's personal bloodshot at that point. Because he was sick of him after any guy whose names who, whoever name will work for John G. Right. Every John G. Way. There's hundreds of them. Right. But, but then you realize they also can just like, because he was like, bro, there's John G's everywhere. I'm a John G. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, Teddy. And it's like, that's why the cops didn't look into it. It's because it's the original guy was just some random asshole. Yeah. No conspiracy, no, no back alley deals, just bad luck. Yeah. And what's even worse is like our boy can't accept the truth and he decides to just fuck off Teddy. And he's like, I gave you a police file, a full complete police file of John G. But there are pages missing now. I know this. Why did you like, why are the pages missing? Why is things redacted? It's because you wanted a problem you could never solve. Yep. There's facts. And he makes him the target now. So I he, just love it. Like I should kill you. He's like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was funny. He did bitch slap the gun away, and I'm like, oh, if only, if only you knew how much danger you were truly in, bro. But like, yeah. So like, he he. When, that's when he writes in, "Don't believe his lies." Right. At that moment, completely fucking him over for the rest of the movie, bro. And and smash cut to the beginning where he gets his brains blown the fuck out on the floor, and we realize that he has a. So a trunk full of money, so he's gonna do this goofy, dumb shit for even longer, right? And like, in all honesty, though, like, I feel like he he might have been Sammy because like you probably shouldn't be out in public if you can't remember that far out. That's very dangerous. That's supremely dangerous. I mean, yeah, if if you couldn't remember whatever happened in the last five with minutes, no assistance or from zero assistance without like assistance, it, no, nah, no, that's exactly what happens here. You wind up just. Becoming a uh, amnesiatic hitman, right? 
And we don't know how many people he's killed between the year it started and the year it ends. We don't even know if it's only been a year. Like, bro, the fact that he was walking around in the dude he murders clothes. The fact that he showed up to Natalie in the dude, her boyfriend's clothes and car. Right. And somehow still get sympathy. <laughs> it's a good thing Jimmy mentioned him. Right. Because, uh, what? That's pretty much the movie. That's the end. That's a goddamn movie, man. Um, it's out of time. Let's talk about how people were horrifically murdered and shot in the face. Let's talk about a body count. That body count. That body count. Randy Savage. So I wrote four dead question mark and three dead for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the four? Who's the fourth question mark? It, it was. Oh, it was, um, it was, oh, I'm trying to remember. Wait, no, I can't remember. It was Jimmy for sure. Teddy for sure. And the, the first guy, the guy, the guy who like, right. No, no, no. The guy in the, in the bathroom with his wife, that guy, he gets shot in the head. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. He gets shot. And then, so there was three for sure. And I was like, Sammy was like, oh, or the wife. the wife, the wife, the wife is, is a question mark, right? The wife is a question mark. Um, all right, guys, some of our favorite shows, guys, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Um, it's zero, right? I don't think I'm missing anything. No, I can't think of anything. Edwards, Natalie, you know, Christopher Nolan doesn't like boobs. You don't put them in his movies. <laughs> I sound angry when you say that. Because um, it's a Batman movie. You could have tons of boobs. Anyway, <laughs> guys. Um, boobs are realistic. It's... <laughs> but they're magical. But they're magical. So you can't have it. Oh, um, that's what it is? Okay. It's time to talk about who our favorite character is, our shining star. Who's our Joe Grizzly Award recipient? Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Ryan Rennie Savage. Who's your Joe Grizzly? I wrote down Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the... It's, he's you still can't, the same guy. He's still, he's still an guy. asshole. He's still, no, he's still the asshole. Bad boys, bro. He's still him. Yeah. He's still the asshole, and it's like I get it. Just, he could play uh, Bill Burr's dad. That would be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be a great movie. <laughs> that's what that's what I always think about. I always think about Bill Burr when I see that guy. Like, just what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> get the gun in my face! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it! Um, nah, he was dope. He was a big driving force in this movie. I would say Carrie Mosk is like a secondary one for like brilliant acting because her range from like, you know, oh, she's some, you know, she's a good person to, oh, she's an absolute vile piece of shit. So I watched this on YouTube in the, in actual order, in real time. Chronological order. Yeah. Yeah. In chronological order. And it's like, it makes sense to why she did it. Cause you know, you don't know this fucking guy. (laughs) The fact that she banged him is like, what? I don't, we don't know that he might've just fell asleep. Yeah, he, he did talk her to sleep. There's a good chance he just talked her to sleep. He just he, like, they just laid there and like, he might have just passed out and like, we don't know what happened. Yeah, that's fair. Let's follow up for the time, guys. Knee pads and slippers. What that means if we truly enjoy this movie, we give it two knee pads where we fall to the worship position, give the movie its just due. Or we think this is a, uh, oof. There was no food in this movie. There was no food in this movie. Jesus. Uh, a, a continental breakfast of ass. We give it, it two is. hater slippers. Or we slide them on and just send one of our closest friends to a never-ending trail of revenge and sadness. Right already savage, knee pads and slippers. Or force them to watch Bloodshot. <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, yeah, no one made it. No one forced me to watch Bloodshot. Uh, I actually like this movie. I still, I really do like this movie. It's going to be two knee pads. Uh, I, I knew what was going to happen in the end because you see it in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. But like, it... It's still kind of a fun, like, wait, what? what's happening? What's going on? What is this? This doesn't make any sense. And it's like, 
now that I understand it from backwards forwards, it's like, oh, yeah, everyone in this movie is manipulating Lenny. Everyone in this movie cannot be trusted. The system is garbage. Right. And it's like, why? And even you're like, you said it yourself. Maybe it's a like a moment of recollection and he, he, he could force his way through it. It's like, but no, it's a lie. It's a lie that you're telling yourself. It's a lie that you're telling them to like make them feel better. That yeah, I know. I remember like when somebody walks up to you and like, "Hey, what's happening, man?" And you're like, you don't remember their fucking face at all. Oh, you just do the thing that normally what a polite person should do. It's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, buddy, what's going on?" Yeah. And if I've done that to you, I'm sorry. I forgot who the fuck you were. I've actually <laughs> done that. It was a guy. I forgot his name already, but like I went to high school with him. He never had like long hair or a goatee. Mm. So it was like he was in disguise and he's just like, hey man. And he's older. I'm like, nigga, I don't. Yeah. And like, I barely knew him in high school. So I was just like, I, I was shocked that he remembered me for Christ's sake. No, um, there was a there was a guy I used to work with. I saw him at HEB the other day and I was like, I couldn't remember his name. Like, I was like, hey man, how's the goes. how's the family? Like, oh yeah, the family's doing like, I'm trying to gather information. Right. Like, <laughs> trying to remember who the fuck you are. Bro. Look, so I drove for 30 minutes back to my house and I was like, I remember his name now. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to give this one two knee pads. It's uh, for it to hold up 23 goddamn years and still be pretty fucking good. Well yeah. done. Well done, Christopher Nolan. I, I, the only, my only beef is that shower scene where it's like, how you not think that's weird that it's very humid in your fucking bathroom? It just, it just boggles me that like Christopher Nolan has been fucking with time for like the same 20 years. You never stop fucking with time. Why wasn't Clock King one of your villains? Bro. Oh my God. That's wow. Wow. On that note, guys, (laughs) the one movie we missed. You got to leave with Clock King. That's a hard hard movie sell. It's a hard movie sell. You got to truly reinvent Clock King. Like, no, you could swap out, like, well, I like Scarecrow, though. Scarecrow was dope. Killing Murphy could have been a really good uh, Clock King. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could have swapped out Clock King. You know what would have been a Clock King? Mm. Ray Fiennes. Oh, yes. Or Tobin Bell. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that would be dope as fuck. TikTok Batman. TikTok Batman. (laughs) In this tank is. In this. Bananas. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a Batman shit. Barana. Fucking Bane chimes in. Barana, shut up. Barana. Quiet, you. Barana. Bitey fish. Bitey fish. Voice is truly fucked. Anyway, um, guys, we'll see you fuckers later. We're going to be doing black movies again. It's happening, guys. Here it comes. We're doing juice. Randy's going to see juice for the first time. Niggas, show up. Here it comes. Pull up to this one, dog. We so close. It don't be a menace. But uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yoga. 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 Yoga.